Hey, 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 it's Michelle Siraki. And Victoria Hofeld. And hello. Hi, how it's are been you? a long time. It has been a minute. Yeah, yeah it has. It's been a it's it's been a while. Actually, it hasn't been a while for you and me, but it's been a while for everybody listening because we yes. haven't released anything in roughly a month. Yeah, uh, it might it might even be five weeks at this point, but I think it's four four or five weeks. Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like it it feels like a blink like of a an eye. Blink of an eye. Yeah, yeah, but in reality, it's been a little bit of time actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've tried to record some stuff. So, you know, we love transparency here at Pipple Advocates of America. And if you've listened to any of the other podcasts, you know that about us. Yes, absolutely. We're super transparent in a weird sort of really yeah. open and honest way. We just want to be real with you guys, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to drinking. Yeah, we did. We got didn't turn out so good. No, we got to drinking to talk about empathy, which really did oh not mix very well. You guys, so they'll, you know, if we ever do, I don't. I'm not great at editing yet. Okay, so we'll just throw that out sure. there. Not great at editing yet. So we really wanted to do a um, compilation mm-hmm. of funny outtakes. Um, right. We got more funny outtakes when we tried to do the empathy podcast. Yeah. Drunk. <laughs> Um, we, we felt like empathy wasn't something that should have been as funny as what it was to us. Right. And no, that you didn't not. really want to listen to an hour and seven minute podcast. Yeah. I mean, we thought we packed a whole bunch of greatness <sighs> in that until we listened to it afterwards. We had, after we had sobered up and we thought, okay, yeah. that's no good for you all. So that's left on the cutting room floor for sure. It is. I am excited for the outtake episode though. I feel like that'll be fun. That was that was actually, um, and I now I feel like they probably don't know because I think that yeah. was in that episode that we are not releasing mm, that sure. we sat around, had cocktails, listened to the outtakes, oh, yeah. was which was hilarious. Why aren't we doing that right now? I don't. Well, because right now we decided to stay sober and actually try to record an episode oh, that people would yeah. would get some sort of benefit out of and would want to and would want to listen to. Sure. You know, we we've been getting your feedback, you guys, and you're all so sweet and so supportive. We've gotten some really great emails. Yeah. Um, we got a really great email just recently. From someone that um, was really affected by an owner support topic Mm -hmm. um, on one of the podcasts in a way that it changed how she reacted to an owner of a stray dog. Yeah. I love that email. Beautiful. I'm going to print that email out and hang it on my desk somewhere where I can see it every day because that email is just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it was was beautiful. She included pictures of this adorable little note card that, Mm -hmm. that she... Um, wrote out that was encouraging this dog owner cited resources on her note card to help the dog owner if they needed even more help Um, and then you know included some toys and some treats and stuff just in and and admitted that before listening to the podcast she would have been very angry would have actually um, tried to have gotten the dog taken away right Mm -hmm. Um, you know so so we know, we know you guys, we know that you're, that you're, that we know that we're touching you. Right. And that you're trying to change. Yes. Too, and that, and that we're making a difference. Right. But what we're going to talk about today is what is really heavy, heavy, heavy in our beings, in our souls, in our hearts. It's um, the B word. Yes. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a C word and a B word. And neither of them it's have a lot to of do words. with females. People are like, oh, they're going to say some bad <laughs> words right now. 
but yeah, this is going to be the one with uh, the one with the compassion fatigue and burnout. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which is something you and I know a lot about. We do know a lot about. And my OCD oh my is getting the best of me now. And I'm feeling like I should have said burnout and compassion fatigue because it goes ABC. Oh, for the love of Pete, you got to let it go. No. Yikes. I didn't even catch that. I would have never have caught that in a million years. Yeah. Well, that's what sober Michelle is right there. (laughs) Welcome to my house of horrors that's inside of my head. My head of horrors. Oh, boy. That's what it is. So we're really excited to talk to you guys about this today because we feel like a lot of you guys are going to relate. And often, you know, before I knew what burnout or compassion fatigue even was, Mm -hmm. I had this feeling and I didn't really know what was going on. Mm -hmm. And then I found words that explained what was happening. And I was like, oh, shit, that's me. So I would bet money on the fact that many of you are are feeling the same as we are. Yeah. And I mean, and after a whole, almost a whole year now of COVID, right? right? So um, uh, a rough year um, for us. I think no matter what profession you were in and right. what part of the world and what part of life, yeah. um, it's, man, it's been a hard, hard time. Mm-hmm. And that lends itself to so much more compassion, fatigue, and burnout than... Yeah, and I mean... I mean, the world is in a, the world is hurting. Right, yeah. The world is hurting. And, and I feel like it, it, it when the world hurts hurts especially Mm -hmm. if you're an empath yeah um which we're gonna we're gonna put some definitions to some of these terms in a minute you guys Mm -hmm. and and whatever but but when the world hurts man for me it just fills my heart with with hurt yeah it's really interesting because of everything that has been happening lately um especially in America, for me, it's definitely hit me in a way that I was kind of surprised that it would, that like I didn't even realize that it would. Um, And I mean, burnout affects us all and it affects us all differently. And we can get burned out over different things, right? Right. So like we're going to touch on like the animal welfare aspect, but like you were just saying world events, like we can be burned out on that. We can be burned out on the news. We can be burned out with our families. My God, We can be burned out on a whole bunch of different things in our lives you know right yes absolutely all t- all sorts of different things that are going on in the world mm-hmm. environment yeah. animal welfare mm-hmm. which is what which is what brings mm-hmm. us all together i right, feel like yeah. you know as far as our listeners go and there's a high burnout rate in animal welfare too and burnout so much so that people just stop doing it right. you know like they have a passion they do it for several years and then they just pack it up and leave which i yeah. feel like is pretty common yeah in our in our industry too i mean you you need to take care of yourself because burnout can sneak up on you and Mm -hmm. slap you right in the face Mm -hmm. i mean and so so there's a a little bit of a difference between compassion and empathy there's a little bit of a difference between compassion fatigue and burnout Mm -hmm. um i feel like compassion fatigue is the precursor to burnout sure so um should we really briefly define compassion and empathy really quick we've probably done that in a different podcast but if someone hasn't heard it so so compassion um compassion i feel like the the big thing about that is that you've got sympathetic feelings you're you're kind of co-suffering with someone but it involves action right so it involves 
the fact that you want to start doing something to help relieve right. that other person's suffering. So yeah. you have compassion for that situation, for that person, and you're going to move forward and and have action behind your sympathy. Yep. Um, empathy is really different in yeah. in my opinion. I mean, they do they cross and stuff, and they people do. get them really confused. But to to me, they're to well, to me, they're actually really different, yeah. to be honest. Empathy is actually more based in feeling, mm-hmm. in feelings, yeah. and in the fact that um, you as a person, um, are, you're either attempting or if you're an actual empath, if that's right. if you're, you're, you're just doing, it just happens. Yeah. So you're actually attempting or you're just feeling what that person is feeling yeah in some cases you can't even necessarily control it Mm -hmm. or like in in especially in some cases you don't even want to attempt to feel what they're feeling but you do it anyway just because as a true empath that's just what happens yeah it's visceral you don't have a yep yeah surprise i'm here yeah and we're gonna deep dive i think maybe next week we're gonna deep dive into what we call empath life right um, which for me, uh, I didn't know what it was, but I was able to identify it incredibly early on in my life yeah. when I was looking back as an adult. I was like, sure. holy crap. So we'll go through that, though, in the next in yeah. the next episode, um, because I think that learning if you are an empath or not is is just it's so freeing. It's so liberating. Right. Yeah. Like when I finally realized, like, oh, this is why. I feel these things and this is why I act outwardly sometimes on mm. those feelings the way that I do. And this is why some people look at me like I'm an alien because yeah. they don't understand. So, um, so yeah, so really, so really interesting. Sure. So, so compassion and, and empathy are a little bit different. Compassion fatigue and burnout are a little bit different. So like I said, yeah. I feel like compassion fatigue is kind of the precursor. Right. Um, it's, it's the sign that you see on the road to burnout. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's the flashing yellow light. It's the stop slow now. down, slow yeah. down. You're you're heading down the wrong path. Turn around right now. Please. Yes, exactly. But yeah. you just keep like for us, we just keep barreling forward. What sign? I didn't see a sign. Right. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Surprise. Yeah. Um, compassion fatigue though i don't want to make light of it because it's very it is super serious and this happens uh, along all different professions all different parts of like parenting right um whatever it happens all over the place yeah and i feel like compassion fatigue is when excuse me when you get to this place where you're running short Mm -hmm. on compassion so you're running short on sympathy and you for sure your actions are really starting to lag now right you're having a really hard time putting forth the energy and the effort and finding the motivation yeah your brain is foggy you know you're really you're really having a a hard time whereas you've seen yourself in the past just right put on that compassion superhero cape Mm-hmm. And just fly to the people's rescue, and boom, you're right. there. Your actions are there, and everything. Um, so I feel like that's compassion fatigue. Yeah, and you're reading a really good book right now uh, too. 
Well, this book is fantastic. Yeah. I'm this excited book, to read it. This book is fantastic. It's called Burnout. Ah, very nice. <laughs> a perfect title. Exactly. Well, you know, I think they, they know that the people that are reading it can't really comprehend large <laughs> volumes of words at this point. So oh um, it's, it's, it's called Burnout, and it's the secret to unlocking the stress cycle. It's by um, twins, mm-hmm. Emily and Amelia Nagoski. Okay. Um, brilliant young women. Yeah. Um, really fun to listen to. They're in several different podcasts. If okay. you're out there listening to other podcasts other than this one, Brene Brown had them on. Okay. Um, really fun to yeah. listen to. They're, they're very, very yeah. smart. Yeah. Very, very smart young ladies. <laughs> so... Um, so yeah, so I'm so it's funny too, right? Because yeah. we always do stuff off mic. If you guys, if you guys could be a fly on the wall, oh I think you'd gosh. be very entertained. Um, we should but, just be recording all the time, really. Well, it's hard because we don't want to throw down these ninety-minute episodes, so that's the problem. Because we do like thirty minutes yeah. of pre, pre-talk, right? Um, pre, you know, whatever, and and try and get ready to do these these podcasts. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I do feel like I, I wish we would record them because I think sometimes there's really great nuggets in there. There's some gems in there, yeah, man. Yeah, that. And then I don't remember them exactly. when we're recording. Yeah, because it's, it's terrible. Just, it's just conversation. Yeah. You know? It's a different kind of pressure when you're um, recording. But I read this to Victoria mm-hmm. during our pre, um, pre-podcast conversation, and I couldn't stop laughing, though. So I'm going <laughs> to let you guys know. So, you know, some people deal with stress by crying. Some people deal with it by getting angry. I typically deal with stress by laughing yeah it's something that happens to me it has since i was a little kid i got busted for shoplifting once dude yeah laughed my ass oh my off gosh, the cops so the cops did not think i was funny oh gosh, they did not terrible. and i and i said to them because i was a smart little 17 year old mm. and i said i laugh when i'm nervous sir i'm so oh. sorry as i was like giggle because he was like you think this is funny i was like oh, no <laughs> No, sir. Oh and he's like, uh, you look like you think it's oh funny. Oh, my gosh. I laugh when I'm nervous. So I laugh when I'm burned out. I laugh. So okay, we'll can see. I just interject one second? Yeah. Because that reminded me of the time where we were driving back from Georgia mm. with Georgia and her puppies, and we were reading those prison letters. Oh, and we my were cry- gosh. like bawling and laughing. This, I was think, fantastic. was, I think that that was like the... We that was so probably like, oh my gosh, we were so on I was our just way home. Say, it was like the definition of burnout. We hadn't slept. It was rough. Yeah. We hadn't, sl- well, yeah, we hadn't slept at all. We just stayed in a flea infested so shithole. So bad. Oh my, it was the worst place I've ever stayed in my life, I think. Wow. Oh yeah, that was hands un- down. That was unbelievable. Unbelievable. We'll tell that story in a minute. That's actually a really funny. See, so here we are talking about compassion, fatigue, and burnout. We're going to laugh, though. But sometimes, you know, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes you know? you'll do both anyway. Yeah, and I mean, and we could sit here and cry through this episode. Sure. We could easily. I'm on the verge of and, laughing and, or crying, whichever yeah, way you want to go. Exactly. Exactly. It's been a, it's been a long year. It's, it's a rough. It's, it's a been rough. a long year. It's July 29th, 30th. January. Oh, shit. <laughs> If you think it's July, <laughs> you're in for a really, really rude surprise. Okay. Uh, I don't know what to So is. in 1975, mm-hmm. um, burnout was was first coined as a technical term. Okay. okay? And mm-hmm. it was defined by three components. Mm-hmm. One, emotional exhaustion. The fatigue that comes from caring too much for too long. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Right? Oh Big my- check mark. 
emotional ex- yeah <laughs> i know right Jeez, i don't know if you guys can hear that i just hit the oh button. i'm sure that they oh can and it's it. going yeah it's a long, a long time. sorry um so one emotional exhaustion two depersonalization the depletion of empathy caring mm-hmm. and compassion Okay. So burnout, we got both compassion in there, we've got empathy in there, we've got yeah. caring yeah. in there, um, and it's all depleted. Mm-hmm. Number three, this is going to be another podcast topic, the decreased sense of accomplishment. Uh, we're going to be doing the one where it's never enough. Oh my okay? gosh. That, that is a title that's coming to your ears shortly, but decreased sense of accomplishment, an unconquerable sense of futility. Feeling that nothing you do makes any difference. If you can't laugh at that, you are seriously going to cry because my eyes are filling up with tears right now. Uh, it's so funny because it's true, though. Yeah. I'm so I'm burnt out right now. I'm so <laughs> sorry. burnt out right now. I'm so, I, I know. I know. We were also talking about that, you guys, off mic. So Victoria and I have been friends for about a decade now. Oh, my gosh. Has it been that long? <laughs> it feels... Wow. wow. It it's ha- been that long. I think it's been like nine years. I think it had, yeah, it'll be nine years this year. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So it's been almost a decade. That's a long time. And, um, and we met professionally and we have, for the most part, really had this great ebb and flow where when I burned out, Victoria stepped up and, and, and tried to like bring me back up and, and, mm-hmm. and made up for my shortcomings and whatever and then victoria would burn out but i would have mm-hmm. been replenished a little bit to be able to pick up her slack and like uh-huh. build you back up right and then you know so we've done this kind of um up and down thing right. throughout our relationship yeah but every once in a while which does not happen often no i think it's probably only happened two or three times i, agree, I think this yeah. is probably either only the second or third time i agree um but every once in a while we hit the burnout wave at the same time which is not fantastic no it's it's incredibly detrimental to the organization (laughs) and it's really detrimental to both of us personally because we're not picking up each other's slack and we're not lifting each other up right and instead uh we drink a lot and complain a lot and record really bad podcasts this year (laughs) (laughs) that's a new one but that's what happens and um and it sucks and then it sucks for all of you because because and then it you know what and then it really it really magnifies our decreased sense of accomplishment sure because not only do we feel like nothing that we're doing makes a difference but we're not doing as much right and then we beat ourselves up for that right which never solves anything it just makes you feel worse about yourself which doesn't get anybody back on track exactly it's a really bad Catch twenty two cycle. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, it made me just realize mm-hmm. that we. <laughs> I'm so late to the party right now, dude. Oh because this is not on the list. We need to do a self care podcast. We should probably do an episode that talks about Michelle. How... Do you know about self care? <laughs> yes, I've been in therapy for twelve <laughs> months now. She has taught me a lot. It's the only reason why I'm alive today. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I have. I've learned some good strategies. It doesn't mean that you never get burnt out again. But, I mean, I I think that when you, you know, if we could give people some idea of strategies of how to handle it. I just don't think we can do it 
in this like right, it's just yeah. gonna be hard you yeah. know cer- certain different hey get the book burnout i'll tell you what there's six different strategies in this book there you that go. talk about stuff. self-care that talk about getting through the stress cycle and helping mm-hmm. you to get through burnout yeah. um i'm not gonna open it up to a certain page because i don't know exactly which one it is but i mean some of them are things like breathing exercises and things like exercise itself um but even things like dancing Mm-hmm. You know, like just having your own little dance party for a minute in the living room or whatever. <laughs> I twerked to Megan Stanley's <laughs> body last night before I was going to bed just because, you know, the moment hit me and Did I was like, just... Michelle said to dance. Did you say that you twerked? Well, I mean, I tried to. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, I was, oh I my was, gosh. I was going People to bed. People advocates of America, folks. <laughs> well, I love, t- this is great. You <laughs> told is me so to good. dance. So I was like, Michelle told me to dance. I'm really stressed out. Let me see if moving my ass helps. And it kind of helped me. Good. You know what? Good. Look at that self-care. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. If I ever tried to twerk, it would just kill my self-esteem so much that I'd probably <laughs> feel even worse when I was done. So, yeah. Well, thank God the only thing that saw me was Tank. So. <laughs> and he's a very forgiving dog. I love him very much. He passes no judgment on me. But he did turn his head away and was like, What's You didn't fuck? get a side eye from him? <laughs> I didn't. No, he just walked away from me. Oh, <laughs> that's so rather dismissive, actually. Isn't that great? He was oh, tired. It was late. I'll yeah. give him a pass. Give him some excuses. But anyway, yeah, there are some things that that you can do to help your burnout. Yeah, and we could actually talk about that yeah. in a in an episode. Sure. To you know, I feel like one of the things we really wanted to do with this podcast mm-hmm. was to give people solutions. And we have, I feel like, through a lot of the episodes, mm-hmm. you know, we've said like, here's a problem, and here's a solution. Here's a problem. Here's a solution. And I feel like this podcast is kind of um, is kind of full of the problem. Well, and, and that, but 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 I feel like it's part of the solution still because at least. If you're not sure with what's going on with you, and that's what where you and I have been in the past, right? Yeah, is it was like, why am I feeling? Why is my brain so foggy? Why do I have no motivation? Why to can do I anything? not get my shit together? Yes, like yeah. I keep telling myself I'm going to get my shit together, and I keep telling myself I'm going to get my shit together, but I'm not. And um, why do I feel so doomed? Yeah, like every morning, and not and. I think that we're kind of specifically talking in animal welfare terms right? Um, for right now. So we're not talking about straight up depression. Like that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about like that your whole world is crashing down. That's mm-hmm. a different conversation. And if you're feeling something like that, you need to get professional right. help that is way outside of the boundaries oh gosh, of this yes. podcast. But we're talking about like when you wake up in your animal welfare position mm-hmm. um whether it just be as an owner of a pitbull type dog as an right. advocate as a as a shelter worker as a whatever and you're like i don't feel it today right i just don't feel it i don't feel it today yeah. it's okay um, to not feel it sometimes yeah you know, like that is okay like you have to allow yourself permission to not feel it sometimes and to not really get down on yourself right um, that that is part of the self-care solution right is yeah. is lack of self-judgment yeah but Don't. recognizing it, I, I feel like, like you There's just a, mentioned, right. is a really, really big yes. thing. Because for a while, like, I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And, too, because I didn't understand, I would work so much that all of a sudden it would just smack me in the face and I wouldn't understand. So right. if you understand that, like, all right, this is the road that I'm on, like, this is a pattern, 
then you can do stuff ahead of time to right. help yourself out, you know? That's a really great point yeah. that I think we should just stop on for a second because mm-hmm. before I knew what compassion fatigue was, before I really understood burnout, my solution mm-hmm. was to work through it, work yeah. harder, work right. longer, work faster, Yeah, you know? Um, work till 3 a.m. Yes. Yeah. Work till 3 a.m., get three hours of sleep, get back up, right. get back at it. Yeah. You know, never stop. Um, you know, just just push through the pain, push through the, through the exhaustion, yeah. push through it, and you'll get to this other side where you'll feel better. And after pushing like that for me for mm-hmm. years, yeah. I was like, damn, this solution isn't freaking working you right. know yeah um well, it's not a long-term solution at all oh my it's, it's not just, even a solution it's, it's yeah. the, the solution is actually the 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 it's quite the opposite yeah you know but it's hard too when you don't have someone to identify it i remember when i first used to identify your burnout years ago mm-hmm. and you'd be like no mm-hmm. i'm good i'm fine i was like you know like and you'd get pissed at me for like taking certain tasks off of your plate. Mm-hmm. You'd just be pissed. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, I don't, I can't let you go down that same place. Then, of course, I gave up. It was <laughs> years later. And here I am. Years later, I was like, I can't help her anymore. <laughs> I, can't, I can't save her because I can't save her. We're both drowning. And if I grab <laughs> onto her, I'm going to just take her down with me. Funny. Right. Well, I feel like when especially when you start in animal welfare, you have this oh all oh, this doe-eyed look on your face, like I can make a change and I can make a difference. And believe me, you are. You are yeah, and you, you are. can. Yeah. But man, does that reality come and smack you in the face at some point? Because yeah. the stuff that we deal with, the stuff that we hear, the stuff that we read, and the stuff that we see it, it's it, never ending. Oh my gosh. It takes yeah. a toll on you mentally. For sure, and physically, right, too, right. In, in some cases, depending which, on the work you're doing. Which actually sure. brings us to another really great kind of um, solution-y type yeah. thing, which is which is developing some boundaries. <laughs> yeah, the elusive <laughs> boundaries. What the fuck are those? Hey, man, I have developed some serious boundaries oh, yeah, to yeah. viewing things. Sure, right. Um, that some stuff squeaks in every once in a while. Yeah. And some people don't understand my boundaries. Um, and they might get a little ticked off at me. They send me stuff and they're like, hey, watch this. And I'm like, Psh, I'm not watching that. Right. Yeah. I'm not watching that. I don't need to see that. Yeah. I've seen that in real life. I don't need to watch it on a video. Yeah. And it takes a while to develop those boundaries too, because you never had those boundaries for a very long time. Oh, you didn't right. have it. And you, no. Like within the past couple of years, you had started that viewing mm-hmm. boundary, mm-hmm. Um, and you've definitely after I worked there. after I worked at animal control. Yeah, yeah. So after I, mean, like, I worked at animal control, I was like, I don't need to watch any. I mean, yeah. I, I stopped watching dog fighting stuff after I had done some dog fighting busts. Mm, I sure. stopped watching dog fighting stuff. Yeah, um, I stopped watching all of the rest of it after I worked for animal control. And I yeah, was like. Psh- I feel like it takes a while too to to let yourself get on the bandwagon and mm-hmm. really stick to the boundaries that you set and and boundaries are healthy and everybody needs them right well i mean i think that you need to realize that it doesn't really matter who wants you to watch something or who wants you to partake in certain things or if you make your boundary you've got to have a strong enough determination behind it to be like no you're not going to talk me into partaking in that i've set i've set myself this limit yeah and i'm not and i'm not going to do it and then if somebody gives you shit about that 
you need to be able to be strong enough to go, hey, listen, man, if you want to watch that, watch it. Watch it all you want. Pass it around all you want. I won't partake in that. It doesn't mean that I have anything against you doing that. It just means that that's just something that I'm not, I'm just not willing to, I'm just not willing to do. And I can't do it for my own welfare. Yeah, it'd be a detriment for, yes, to me if I, I will not, cross my own boundaries. Yes, yeah. I won't be as if I won't be able to record more podcasts. Right. I won't be able to send out responses on email. I won't right. be able to do these other things yeah. if I burn myself out by watching all this garbage. Right. You know, um, or for you, one of the things that I was always really concerned about with you, I don't know if you ever even made a boundary, to be honest with you on this one, but was how you always looked at um, like Pet Finder Mm-hmm. And, you know, like uh, available dog sites. Oh, sure. You know, or like animal controls thing or whatever. And I was oh, always, yeah. and I and I never yeah. do. The transfer list. Yes. Yeah. And I never do. Yeah. Never have. Yeah. Never do. And um, and never understood like how you could keep well, doing that. So you know? but that's But that's different between you and I. Right. And that's yeah. cool. And I can respect that you. And to that, I just became completely desensitized to it. And I, it at first it bothered me and it bothered me for a while and I didn't understand why I couldn't help every single dog on the transfer list mm-hmm. or like why I couldn't help a specific dog. Yeah. But eventually in animal welfare, you learn that, that there are limits and that you can't do it all. Right. Um, unfortunately, I feel like a lot of us learn that the hard way yeah. and there's, you know, a little bit of, yeah. of suffering that comes along yeah. with that. And if you don't learn that lesson, I'm just going to throw this out there. Some people are going to laugh at this, but I'm mm-hmm. going to throw it out. If you haven't, learned that lesson if you're some sort of rescuer or something like that th- then you're going to become a hoarder so learn the lesson oh sure learn the le- we've seen that i can see how rescuers become hell for sure. yes i can too i'm not saying i'm not compassionate to it or being empathetic i'm yeah. saying if you're listening to this and if you're in rescue and if you have 20 dogs in your house right now and you still think that you're going to be able to help everybody in the whole wide world you need to take a really good look inward and go wait a minute I might need to set a boundary here. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. It is a too, whole other podcast. I mean, like, just because we rescue a dog from a shelter, if we put it in another precarious position, doesn't oh, mean we're actually rescuing it. Geez. No, I had to open that door. That isn't even where I thought you were going with it, but that is a whole different podcast because... That is a whole different podcast, but I mean, it needs to and be that, talked about. And it I feel does like people need to don't be, recognize that. Yeah, it either. does need to be talked about. And you know what's hard about that one is that we are all for the non-judgmental, you know, moving forward in non-judgmental ways. And I gotta be honest, I'm gonna have a hard time talking about that and not sounding like I'm judging. So I'm gonna have to, mm. I'm gonna have to prepare for that podcast yeah. really heavy duty because I don't want people to feel like I am judging, but like, man. Yeah, yeah, if you it'd be, yeah, no, I can't even right now because we're going to go off on this for like 10 minutes if I even start. Yeah, don't start. I know. I know. But I just wanted to throw that little nugget out there because yeah. I feel like it is important. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So are you guys understanding <laughs> at all what this looks like? So, you know, Victoria will come over and she'll tell me a story. Um Man, should we be should we be really honest about where we started before we started recording this with that video? Oh yeah, let's do should it. We just do it? Yeah. Should we just be super transparent? People really like that about us. <laughs> I can't believe we don't get more hate mail. Holy crap! Um, <laughs> so so yeah, so we were just sitting here, and this was actually pre preparation. There's lots of different phases. <laughs> yeah. 
it's like 20 20 Victoria and I go through there's lots of different phases so this is pre-prep phase basically that just means that her and I are friends and we just sit around and Uh shoot the shit for a while because we have to like get it all out before we can get on a mic I wanted to talk to you about this yesterday too when I was over but I was just like "Eh, it's kind of work related right Boundaries. Yeah, boundaries. See, boundaries. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. Try. Yes. Those are new boundaries for you and I that I feel mm. like are great for us, sure. actually. But yeah. they're but they're hard to re- respect. Personal so versus hard. professional. That's, yeah. Very man, hard. that's hard. Anyway, um, so there was a video recently that was released uh, wherever, all over the place, whatever. Uh, hits, all over social, social media, media everywhere. Yeah. Um, that took place in the UK and that had this... this um, companion animal this pit bull that was getting taken out of a residence by animal control mm-hmm. on um, not one catch pole but two and the owner was frantically screaming in the background and um is bad it was ugly it was, it was a terrible video a, one of the worst videos i feel like i've seen in a while yeah actually and, honestly and, and this is the type of thing though that a lot of people eat up and again, no judgment. A lot of people eat it up. That's why it get. That's why they go viral. That's why it's such a big deal. You know, like that's fine. But we have to turn that into action. Can we please stop calling everybody a fucking asshole and just do something about it? That's my aside. I am done now. Sorry. Well, we're, I, we're doing a whole a whole podcast on that too. Remember the one where Michelle gets angry? Oh, oh yeah. I can't yeah. wait to do that. One. We should maybe do that one today because I'm kind of angry Ooh, today. Actually, let's I know. Do it. We might. We might. Anyway. Anyway, folks. So Victoria said, did you see this video? And I said, I saw like a little bit of it. I watched. Well, the first three seconds are pretty bad. And I'm going to say I watched maybe seven. Okay. Maybe seven, less than 10 seconds though. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I don't remember how it, I think it came up in my feed and I just didn't get past it fast enough or something, Uh, you know? Um, Because again, one of my boundaries is not to watch that type of shit yeah um so she so her knowing that boundary about me she said did you see this and i said yeah i saw the first few seconds of it or whatever and she said yeah it caught me off guard i I wasn't sure and then i got too far into it and whatever um and then we talked about our reactions to that video knowing full and well that we were going to discuss compassion fatigue and burnout Mm -hmm. and um i was pissed yeah (laughs) What I, were you pissed at specifically? I was pissed as soon as I saw. Well, the you want me to like the lady thing? Yeah, I mean, as long as we're being honest. Yeah. Um, my gut reaction at first yeah. was that I was pissed off at that owner mm-hmm. for frantically screaming like that because yeah. it um, made the situation so much worse for the dog because yeah. that's incredibly scary for a dog to be hearing their owner in that type of situation and i know from dog fighting situations mm-hmm. um not professional but you know uh, companion animal dog fighting yeah, situations yeah. and stuff like my very first piece of advice when i talk about this is to shut the fuck up right, right. you need to be quiet because yeah. you need to not add any fuel to that fire any anxiety any yeah. scariness to that for the dogs you need to be quiet and so I thought that it was, um, I'm you guys, I'm just gonna be really honest right now. I, I, for me, I was like, what a selfish owner that she can't shut up yeah. and make this, this is not going to be a good situation for that dog. But, right, but, yeah. but you know, yeah. um, and some of you are judging me right now and that's fine. Yeah. But that thought 
that thought came out of a very burned out place. Notice there is no compassion there. There's no empathy right, there. Yeah. And it's very not you. No, it's, it's just anger. I was yeah. just pissed. Yeah. And it's I not... wasn't pissed at animal control right away. And I wasn't pissed at, at the UK for having rules like that right away. I was pissed off at that owner. Yeah. Um, ding, ding, ding. And I mean, I knew it before this video, but I'm just saying yeah. you guys like, so if any of you are not, are not knowing mm -hmm. that those are huge red flags, Michelle, you are burned out. You right. Are, you are yeah. compassion fatigued and you had a very different reaction, which is, which I'm very glad about. Yeah. At I, least to the woman. Yeah. For the woman, the way in which she screamed, um, and talked about her dog really caught me off guard. Yeah. Um, and I just felt so awful and I felt this heaviness, um, come over me and I can't, I, it was awful. I mean, I can still kind of hear her screaming in, in my head, actually. And I just felt so bad because what if that was my dog? And how would I have reacted? And I understand what you're saying. Right. Um, And it makes sense, yeah. right? Technically, she did add fuel to the fire. And I understand what you're saying, too. Yeah. I can't even imagine what mm -hmm. that dog was going through to be in. The, I'm assuming that dog was in pain. Obviously, mm -hmm. the dog was scared shitless yeah i th i would no pun intended right but like i would say it was probably more scared than in pain i mean i mean unless unless they really well i know but i mean it was upside down regardless i didn't it get was, that far it was a terrible yeah it was a terrible experience for the dog and for the owner and my heart just absolutely sunk for that owner mm -hmm. because that was the third time that that had happened yeah that pissed me off too yeah that's yeah you know, like that's yeah. absolutely terrible and traumatic and traumatic for the dog and traumatic for the owner. Yeah. And, and too, then I was just like, this is such a big problem. Mm -hmm. Like we can't necessarily fix this mm -hmm. right away. Like this is going to take a long time to overdo. Like animal mm -hmm. control shouldn't have handled it that way. They no. should have allowed her to take the dog out, period. Oh my end. gosh, there's no reason why. There was you... no reason no. that needed to happen. It was no. disgusting. Right. Unless there's some sort of legal precedence over there in that law. Right, which that we don't know. That says that, yeah. yeah, because like here in the United States, well, okay, I'm not going to say United States, here in Milwaukee, right. as animal control, if a dog if a dog can be let out to to the animal control vehicle by the owner, we would have always let them do that. Why would you not? Exactly. That's less traumatic for everybody mm -hmm. involved. Mm-hmm. But it's just interesting, I feel like, th that you and I had such different reactions, yeah. considering how similar you and I are. Oh, often, totally. You know? like, and at a different point in my life, I would have had a different reaction. Right, yeah. By far. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm not there right now. Right, yeah. I'm just not there right now. Um, but I'm not judging myself over it. I'm not beating right. myself up. I'm yeah. identifying the fact that I'm in a cycle of burnout, of compassion fatigue, yeah. that I need to be very strict on my boundaries. I never should have allowed myself to see something like that yeah. right now. And sometimes it just, it pops up. Like for right. me, because we got, we had been tagged in it so often, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was at first. So yeah. I just right. popped it open and the first few seconds are awful. So I yeah. couldn't unsee right. what I had just clicked on. Right. Shit. Right. You know, like that's... But the thing with social media is that stuff is kind of hard to avoid sometimes. Right. Yeah. With, without like taking a break, which so, right. so, so yeah. that brings us to something else that we wanted to tell you guys. I mean, if you've been still, 
you know, watching our social media page close yeah. and whatever, you've noticed that in the last month, our posting has dramatically declined. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, we were setting the world on fire all fall and, and having a lot of really great posts with a lot of really great information yeah. and fun stuff and educational stuff and, and, and rescue stuff and, and all kinds of different things. And, um, you know, somewhere during the holiday season and then throughout January, we just haven't been able to pull that off. And and we're OK with that, to be yeah. honest. I mean, I'm not I'm not thrilled about it because right. I would love to be still pouring in good content for everybody. But at the same time, you and I both know. Right. If this is where we're at, we've got to be yeah. careful and we need to just try to. Yeah, and we have stuff. We have stuff divided too. And at this point, I couldn't even pick up anything additional for you. So, like, that's the point that you were talking to earlier about, like, where we both fall off. Because, like, normally, if that Mm -hmm. were to happen, I'd be like, sure, I can do some extra stuff. But like, Mm -hmm. I can't. I cannot hardly do my own stuff. Yeah, can't take anything extra. Nope. Yeah, you and I are currently we're not not in a good place. Not picking up each other's slack (laughs) at the moment (laughs) at all. It's just out there slacking. Yeah. Like a lack it. Flapping in the wind. Exactly. And um and luckily we have the best supporters in the whole wide world, which yeah. I've said for the last twelve years. And it's yeah. really, really, really true. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know what these other nonprofits who their supporters even are, because ours are <laughs> clearly the best. But um but we really do. Full of yeah. compassion, um full of grace. We have the most yeah. graceful people. You know, people that are sending messages over on Instagram that are like, Hey, are you okay? Yeah. Like people I've never met. Like yeah, like yeah, I might have like, you know, had a Zoom call with them or sure. or definitely like exchanged, you know, a lot of, of um of messages or texts or something like that. Yeah. But like people that I legitimately haven't met that are across halfway across the country from me. Yeah. That are like, Are you all right? Like I can see Right. You guys are struggling. Like, we just want to check in with you. Yeah. Like, That's so like sweet. I know. Yeah. I know. It's adorable. I know. Hashtag Kona. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Um, yeah. You know, great people. Yeah. Great sure. people. And that's really what you need to surround yourself with if you are experiencing, you know, compassion fatigue and, and burnout. You need to find right. your people that are going to lift you up and 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 you need to I think be honest with people a little bit too and say mm-hmm. hey man I got to right I need to I need to take a minute or I I I might you know like I need to back away for a second um sure. set yourself some boundaries mm-hmm. um don't judge yourself right, right. now yeah. be compassionate with yourself if you've got no compassion left for the rest of the world I get it but take whatever little bit you have left mm-hmm. and turn it inward and go, you know what? It's okay. Yeah. I feel like that's so hard to it's, do. It is hard to do. But yeah. just like anything else I feel like that we preach, it mm-hmm. gets easier with practice. It yeah. gets easier with practice yeah. when you do just say, okay, you know what? I'm not going to save the world today. I'm not going to save right. the world tomorrow. Right. I'm going to do the best that I can. This was my best today. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And if your best today was nothing, that's still okay. Like, yeah, if your best today was getting out of bed and taking a shower, congratulations. Right. That's fantastic. If your best today had nothing to do with animal welfare, but you took care of your kids and you ate a meal and, you right. know, whatever, good for you. Right. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes, too, it helps, you know, to hear that, too. Like, it helps to hear that, yes, it's okay to take care of yourself. So we're going to oh tell you one gosh. more time. It is okay to take care of yourself. It is more than okay. Yeah. We would, I would demand that you take care of yourself. Because For if sure. you don't take care of yourself, right. 
then you're not going to be able to take care of any of these other parts that we're asking you to. Right. You're not going to be able to, you know, take away your defensiveness and, and control your emotion mm. and get out and talk to people. And right. you're not going to be able to do any of these things that we really want you to be able to do so that eventually someday dogs in the UK don't go through that type of bullshit. Right. You know, but like, yeah, it's a, and long, that, it's, a it's a marathon, you guys. Yeah. And that stuff that we're asking too, I feel like takes extra emotional control mm -hmm. and emotional like availability. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have any of that left, you're not going to be able right. to not be defensive and you're not going to be able yes. to be compassionate towards the other side. Like yeah. that's just not going to happen. Yeah. So you have to take care of yourself yeah, first in order to do that. Yeah, compassion fatigue and burnout are going to absolutely sabotage yeah. your ability to control yourself and your emotions and, and cause, your defense. Because the stuff yes. that we want advocates to do is hard. It's mm -hmm. hard when you mm -hmm. have your shit together. It's even yeah. harder when, when you're struggling a little bit. Yeah, it's super duper hard. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So hopefully, you guys, you if you didn't know, even if we... We brought you to the realization that you're really burnt out today. Hey, congratulations. Yes. Yes. We, we're, We've we got cookies. We should have hats. Yes, we should have hats. I'm burned out. We should make t-shirts. Yes. Yes. Give me a warm blanket and a bed. Clubhouse. Um... Yeah, so congratulations if you're just realizing it. We're really sorry that we brought it to your attention. However, mm -hmm. this is a good this is a good thing. Give yourself a hug. Yeah. Tell yourself it's gonna be okay. We're telling you right now it's gonna be okay. You got this. You're badass. Yeah, you are badass. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah. We should be the pitbull badasses of America. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. So um all right, we'll wrap this we'll wrap this episode up. Um, as usual, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can reach us by email, yeah. contact at pitbulladvocates.org. Um, you can certainly message us on our Instagram page. We don't mm -hmm. get back to those as quickly as we do email. Yeah. Um, there is no option to message us on Facebook. There's a reason for that. And we have no phone number. There's also a reason <laughs> for that. Yeah. Um, talk about boundaries. Yes, there yes, you go. Yep, we got some boundaries. Fantastic. Got some boundaries here. So, but you know, we really hope that this. Um, we really hope that this was helpful. Yeah. To you and not discouraging, like you know, admitting and 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 being able to to admit where you're at right. and stuff. It's like the first step for like anything. Yeah. So for sure. And again, like the theme in our podcast too, I feel like is self-improvement. Like we want people yes. to advocate better. Right. We want you to know when you're headed towards compassion fatigue or burnout. So yes. you can do something. So you can intervene yes. before you end up before like it's too late. <laughs> yeah, before yeah, it's too late. Yeah, exactly. And if you see your friend burning out, try. Right. Yeah. Try to say, right. hey man, I just feel like you need a break or something. You yeah. know, like try they might not they might not respond super well to you. That's okay. Right. Because yeah. they might not see it yet. Maybe have them listen to this podcast. Sure. Maybe sure. that if that if you feel like that's gonna help. Yeah. So but anyway, have a wonderful week. It's good to be back. It is. It's yeah. Good. It's so good. It does. It it does. It feels really good. It's it feels really good. So um hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Look for more episodes to yeah. be dropping on Tuesdays again. I think that I think that we're, we're gonna on a good roll. Yep. I think I think we we're took on the upswing. I think we took a good break and I think that it's that it's helped us to be in a place where now we can start to try and, and help other people again. For sure. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.